I'm all set. All right. So <laughs> actually, let me grow. Where are my where are my notes here? I got those notes. Um, all right, three, <clears throat> two, and one. Hey everybody, hope you got your hot chocolate ready. It's time for Go Big Then Go Bigger, the official podcast of Dunedinville. I'm your host, Luke Morvek. And I am Brinklebaum. <laughs> this is episode... Personal hero. <laughs> this is episode five. Spoiler alert... Okay, Troy, here we are, Dunedinville 2022, what's new? Yeah, we always have new things going on, it's this whole, you know, emerging co-creative, waking up at four in the morning with, with ideas, and leaning into that co-creative edge, there's always new things going on, I wanted to, to just tease out some of those for this year, and since it's sort of late in the day here, Luke and I have been recording this these episodes straight through. At this point, the, the sun has fallen. Hopefully, Santa safely... Was he jumping out of a plane? Jumping out of a plane, that's what I hear. Hopefully, Santa successfully <laughs> jumped out of a plane to uh, to land in Bentleyville. Hopefully, those folks that like to go to Bentleyville before Thanksgiving are enjoying themselves. And uh, here we are, though. So... I'm rambling, but to the to the point I was trying to make, which I didn't. But I'm gonna I'm gonna propose we do sort of like rapid fire, um, Love it. lightning round. I'll just throw out like a bullet point, and you can just whatever pops up in your mind, and we'll fire through. We have eight of them. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Number one, we have of course launched this official podcast of Dunedinville. Go big, then go bigger. Hosted by Luke Moravec. Maybe we'll end up on NPR someday. Could be, could be. I, you know what? If you're talking go big, then go bigger, I say, why not aim for the top? <laughs> I love this. I love doing this podcast, and I think it's just an extra element to continue to enrich the, the, the mystical uh, nature of Dunedinville. Number two, as I talked about, we're extending and redrawing the Dunedinville, ne- Dunedinville map, and I'm awaiting mock-ups from the neighbors, and I've heard rumblings of a Snoopy's doghouse and some sort of large inflatable holiday character. Oh, those work so wonderfully for a map, and as a fan of maps in general, I am a proponent of this. Number three, Janine, my wife this morning, well, Janine, my wife this morning. No, Janine <laughs> has been my wife uh, since January 6, 2007. We actually got married in Hunter's Park, even though we were living in Denver at the time. Janine, this morning, informed me that she dropped a large chunk of change on something that's going to be a part of Dunedinville, and that uh, this will serve as an early Christmas and birthday present for me. My birthday's in May, uh, so you have to stop by and see exactly what that something is. Oh my gosh, well, count me excited. I'm expecting something tall. That is what is all I'm really going to say. It's going to be something tall, something that will work really well as a centerpiece for at least some corner, some pocket of what Dunedinville will be this year. I'm hoping maybe something animatronic. Maybe that's too much to hope for. I don't know, <laughs> I'll, but I'm curious to see what, what it is. Uh, what, is, what is animatronic? I don't even know what that is. What is animatronic? Something that would... Uh, is like, that like a mime of, where they sort of like mime their way? It looks like you're doing a mime action. Uh, well, I guess I guess I, I can't... <laughs> like animatronic would be something that's... Um, it wouldn't be robotic because that's, mm. that's too much that there's like a brain there, but something that has mechanized movements to it, I guess would... I think Maybe I'm not using that word correctly. I don't know. I can't even remember the word I use now. Uh, 
Uh, and it'll be an automaton. It'll be a self-sufficient automaton. <laughs> now we're getting new age. All right, number four. So I don't want to jinx anything here, but so far we've had a good start to the snowpack this mm-hmm. November. We have like six to eight inches on the ground here in Duluth. Uh, I saw the long-term forecast for a big snow year this year. Now here in Minnesota, we're Minnesota Vikings fans, or well, I don't know, the Minnesota Vikings play here in our state. I think they're like eight and one now or something. We're all prepared inevitably to be disappointed. So oh, I just yes. want to put that out. And so you may be disappointed on the snow this year, but we're off to a good start. So Wild Mountain, which is the big snow pile that I build in our front yard, that usually by mid to late March is as tall as the house, but it's not usually that big at Dunedinville time, early season. But this year, Wild Mountain could be extra large and maybe, just maybe, we'll have enough early season snow to get a head start and build the backyard sled track in time for Dunedinville. I think that's very exciting. I also think that the possibility of heavy snowfall could be something that, who knows, I hope it doesn't work against Dunedinville. I don't know the specifics of what you have, but I imagine that snow is great. It creates a wonderful atmosphere. Is too much snow a bad no, thing? No, never. No, never, says co-creative <laughs> director Troy. All right, I'll leave my comments at that in that case. Number five, <clears throat> in terms of some of the light upgrades that, that I, this guy has been working on, me, uh, I converted our house into a gingerbread house. I have significantly upped the luminosity of Gnometropolis, including some extra whimsical tree action going on. And the sunshine house of the tree, shout out to my mom, the sunshine house of the tree in the land of happy memories is more bedazzling and blazing than ever. Love all of those. The gingerbread house is a complete surprise. You know, you throw lights on the house, sure, but I love that the house is now being completely transformed to uh, be a, a focal point and to be like, oh, your house doesn't just have lights on it. It's a gingerbread house. Nice. I might be overselling a little bit. Basically, I outlined the roof line with some white lights and someone called it a gingerbread house. So you I, might be disappointed. but Maybe so, but you know what? This is nothing. If, if, if I am, which I don't think I will be, if I am, I think it's only going to be uh, fodder for next year to make it even more. <laughs> fodder? I don't know if fodder was the right word there. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long day of awesome yeah. podcasting. <laughs> Top notch. World class. Number six, my wife and my kids are trying to figure out hot cocoa and cookies this year. This still seems like a logistical challenge to me. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to pull it off, but they are committed to the sugar. Hmm. I would love it if it could get to some sort of uh, Willy Wonka-esque uh, level where there's actually like a hot fudge, hot chocolate river of sorts. I don't know if a river really works with Dunedinville. I'm trying to think of some way in which it could be dispensed in a creative way. I think that that's going to be the kicker. Can you figure out the logistics of how to dispense it creatively? Now who's getting ahead to 2025? Number seven. When you come to Dunedinville, you are walking into the setting of the story of Little Sweaterbeard. The Great Sparkleman from the Wise Council of Trees, so this is from the story. The Great Sparkleman from the Wise Council of Trees, which is in our front yard, is newly reimagined and reconstructed with a significant upgrade in luminosity and sparkle. Uh, if the family was successful this morning, they were going to Menards when I, when I came here. They were going to try to get some materials. Okay. I like it. Again, the mythology, the growth of it is really pretty incredible. I have to wonder, and you don't have to answer this, is is our protagonist 
when it comes to this story going to be hidden somewhere out there? Or is this one of those things that just exists in our heart? In the story, it talks about a mystery to Sleuth. Walter Abfalter is hidden in Dunedinville. Love it. Yes. Love it. And the story alludes to a spot, and that's where Walter Abfalter was last year. If you can find that spot this year, you probably will find another clue, because otherwise Walter Abfalter would be in the same spot every year. Right. Very cool. Love yes. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And number eight, I have engaged the co-creative genius of my friend Mary Hermanson and her musical crew to score and produce an original and what promises to be certainly an award-winning theme song for Dunedinville. And I have heard about Fonk, it's apparently a musical style, a $300 sleigh bell, and a youth choir. That's all I know. What? I don't even, I don't, I, I don't think I, What? Oh my gosh! Yeah, are you familiar with funk? No, is this is a this is a a, a, ty- a style of music you said? Uh, yeah, it's sort of this lo-fi like downbeat trip hop type stuff. Okay, as far as I could tell, I don't know if that's going to be in there. This was just we were just down the hall uh, actually at work, but we were, I just stopped by to jam a bit about Denneville, and yeah. she was just throwing some things out there. I'm not sure what's actually going to find its way in. The timeline as to when this is going to be complete is a little bit up in the air, but it is in the works. Very cool. Very cool. Well, if you're looking for another song, I know a guy. Yeah. Yeah. I hear he's real hoity-toity. <laughs> <laughs> Musically snooty. I thought I made that clear before. <laughs> Musically snooty. All right. Putting you on the list. I need more than one theme song. Okay. So, we're getting close to the end here. Luke, I just want to just give you the space here. Any, any last thoughts? Any reflections on this experience um, being part of uh, season one of this podcast? Well, I will say that my vision for what Dunedinville has been, as I've mentioned, I was there um, the first year, the second year, excited to go to this third year, and it really seems like it is more than I was expecting it to be. I think a lot of people, when they just go see something, such as Dunedinville, it's just, I went, it was great. And they walk away from it, and then they they kind of get back to their lives. And it's easy to forget about or not think about all the planning, the creative process that goes into it, and the the process that goes into doing it again and making it bigger and better. So over these past five episodes, I've just learned so much about the history, the energy, the people that are involved, and the vision for the future. So going and visiting this year in 2022 for the third year of it, I think I am going to not just see the lights and the decoration. And You're going to see the light. You are going to. I'm going to see the light. I will see the lights <laughs> and I will see the light. It's a really good way to put it. Yeah, I think I'm just going to be able to see behind the curtain a little bit. And that, I think, will just make it all the more powerful an experience. Yeah, I love it. Love it. And I hope others out there have enjoyed our time together as well. We certainly have covered a lot of ground. We have certainly leaned into our co-creative edge, the edge of mania. And I hope you all have enjoyed this rollicking sleigh ride across the Christmas city of the north. But there is danger in mania outrunning vision. So to bring this studio session to a close, the final episode of season one will be live from Dunedinville, but this is the final studio session as we enter a time of waiting and anticipation in this 
liminal space. I want to circle back to center to recenter on what Dunedinville is really all about. Cue the music. There we go. I invite you to get comfortable and cozy wherever you are and imagine this scene. It's a cold and a dark winter's night. Snow is falling outside the window and you're warm and cozy in your home. The children of the world are quiet, snuggled into bed. There's a candle lighting the center of your room. This is a perfect setting for a solstice sermon from our story, Little Sweaterbeard. Can sadness be wished away? Can all worries be set free? If only it were so, but no, that cannot be. No light, there's no dark. No dark, there's no light. The good, the bad, happy, sad, all part of this thing called life. Whatever was, was. Whatever is, is all that matters. Whatever will be, remains to be. And so, friends, we must gather. Gather your courage, gather your hope. Be prepared to fight a good fight. Gather your joy and gather your love. You'll need these to make it right. You've come from stardust. All you need is inside of you. Shine bold, bright, all through the night. There's nothing else but this to do. with this to do. So, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed spending time with my friend Luke as much as I have. And I hope that you come on out to Dunedinville. And I hope that you start your own neighborhood outdoor holiday gathering. Now I'm just dancing. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be saying. I'm just dancing. Peace, love, hope, joy, light. See you out there. Take good care. Coming up next, episode six, live from Dunedinville. <laughs>